Welcome to the official podcast of PHP Architect. Join us to listen to the latest news and tech talk from our conferences, the magazine, and wider PHP community. Hello, you're listening to the PHP Podcast, episode 23.9.1, the official podcast of PHP Architect, where we bring you the latest insights into the PHP Architect magazine, conferences, our business, and more. I'm your host, John Congdon, and with me, my friend and business partner, Eric Van Johnson. Hello, hello. Hey there. Hey. Well, this was a little last minute. I was like... Hey, we have a lot of stuff we can talk about. Why don't we just spin up a podcast and uh, and, and chat? Yeah, it's not like we didn't just live stream <laughs> another podcast less than 12 hours ago. <laughs> sure. It's what we do, right? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's plans for more podcasts by any chance coming up soon? You know, I keep saying <laughs> I need to get need to get on that. I, I, I have some people encouraging me again. We'll, we'll use the word encouraging. <laughs> very, very much encouraging. <laughs> well, since the last time we recorded one of these, uh, last time we recorded, we were close to having the August issue out. It is officially out now. Uh, some great articles in that one. And now we are queuing up September, getting on on that train, getting, them, getting the articles uh, reviewed and starting the layout process. I haven't. I said in the opening we talk about our business, right? Mm-hmm. Can I admit an embarrassing fact? I mean, I, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, I might as well. I did it on on Mastodon anyway. I've been automating oh. so. <laughs> I I've been automating so much of our process, right? I mean the the number of commands that I used to have to run to get a magazine out, and all the individual steps all the manual stuff that had to be done was just intense. So, so much automation in place and I'm running the commands in my CLI and I'm getting these warnings. I'm like, no big deal. You know, I I knew what the warning was, but it wasn't impacting anything. It was just a, in, in some debugging code I had, I was, or actually, no, this was in some configuration. I was looking for an array value that wasn't set, but because I wasn't using that, uh, object or that class, I didn't care. I didn't need that that token. <laughs> Let's be clear. It's ID underscore token. And you want to know how you can know? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out one of my one of my automations was generating the email that goes into MailChimp and then goes out to announce the magazine is released. And I didn't realize that it put that those warnings into the text that went out to <laughs> All of our oh, subscribers. You, you realize it now. <laughs> we got I, so many tweets about that. And so, yeah, we know we messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I cut it off at the past pretty good by pointing it out myself. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and, and people point out, well, now we know you're on a Mac. Yeah. Information That's... disclosure <laughs> at its finest, right? Yeah. A little, little leakage there. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. But nonetheless, August issue is out. Excited about it. Uh, really excited about some of the artwork that's in there. Yeah, we used uh, this is the first time we've used uh, Midjourney, the AI to generate the cover. 
And then we actually generated a couple other images. That's something we've been wanting to do for a long time is add some more visual imagery to the magazine. But it's always tough, like kind of going through Shutterstock and like, did we use this? I feel like we've already used this image. And (laughs) you you keep going through this cycle of trying to find good images for the articles. And now with MidJourney, I'm getting my head around how to create the prompts to actually create images that look like things now, <laughs> not just these blobs of looks like some third grader finger painting something. It's you cool. To, I like, I liked how the cover came out. Yeah. You need to sh- share with me. I know you sat down with uh, Steve from that listens to our other podcast and went through that. I need you to show me mid journey. Cause I, I went to the site and I signed up and all of a sudden I'm in discord and I was very confused and I'm like, uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to deal with this right now. Yeah. That was the thing that kept mixing me up. I'll, I'll walk you through it. it. It's not super clear how you have to do it and I'll explain it to you, but yeah, it's cool. And Steve is coming on board as a regular contributor to the magazine. That's uh, Steve. Uh, McDougal. McDougal. Right. Yeah. McDougal. Yeah. We always know Steve from uh, uh, his name before he got married or so yeah mcdougall uh yeah that was that's cool i mean mm-hmm. he's coming on he's going to take over artisan way and matt is who's been doing artisan way for us will transition over to another column which i'm kind of excited about i don't want to release too much about it because <laughs> he can at least get the article get the column out before uh, <laughs> I'm excited. There you, there you go. Speaking of the magazine, uh, we're we're trying something new. I think we may have touched on it last episode. Uh, always looking for writers for the magazine. If you're interested in writing a feature article, uh, just reach out to us. Email us write w r i t e at phparch.com. Uh, always looking for fresh content. You don't do not have to be a professional writer. You just have to be interested in a topic. When I've written for the magazine in the past, I've learned so much more about the topic I was writing about just because I wanted to share as much as I possibly could. We pay US dollars for an article. However, Eric and I have decided that since we are putting on PHP Tech in 2024, that for the time being, you can choose either the cash or a ticket to PHP Tech in 2024. Yeah. Super excited say, about that. I, I, yeah. I hope a lot of people take advantage of it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Speaking of the, tech. Speaking of tech, what have you been doing? <laughs> Sorry, I cut I'll, you off. Did you have no, something else to say about that? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm happy you're transitioning to tech. <laughs> uh, the website's up. You can buy your blind early bird uh, now. You can book or write for us, or write for us, and not <laughs> even have to worry about buying a, a ticket. Uh, you can book your room. Um, call for papers will probably open next week. I'm thinking. What do you think, John? Probably. We. I was working on it late last night, trying to get everything set up. Uh, so yeah. Call for Papers is going to be open very soon. In the meantime, on the speaker's page, you can add your email address to be notified when 
call for speakers or call for papers or whatever we're calling it actually opens up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not really a call for papers, but that's what, that's what the industry's term has always been like the CFPs. <laughs> it's really actually a call for talk, right? Call for talks or yeah, I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. Who knows? What's cool is I already have people reaching out to, to me and say, Hey, where do I, where do I submit my talk? I'm like, wow, I'm so happy to hear from you. Uh, I'll let you know in about a week. <laughs> it's, it's coming up soon. Promise. <laughs> Speaking of tech from 2023, we all the videos have been edited and posted as of what about a month ago. Uh, so that's done. If you go to phptech.tv, if you purchased a ticket to tech 2023 um, or a virtual pass or you can still get one. You can view all the videos from last year and I'm happy with how they turned out. I think they turned out great. Yeah. I I was real. I I was actually very nervous about the whole, (laughs) the live streaming didn't bother me because it's like, okay, it's either going to work or it's not going to work. And there's not a whole lot there, but then the, the thought of wait, now we have to edit all these videos and then somehow make them available to people. And, Man, that got stressful. But yeah, I'm happy the way it turned out. We we have plans for next year to make that a little smoother. Mm-hmm. That, that's I, what I'm telling myself anyway. <laughs> Derek is uh, watching us actually right I, now. I, I know. Okay. He's been talking about the reflection on my glasses. Uh, if you want to join us, you can join us live in Discord. Go to discord.phparch.com. Join our Discord server. Lots of great people in there chatting. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah. Need to, need to get more people like participating in that. Uh, like they do for PHP ugly. Yeah. It's uh, a, it definitely changes things. Although I don't know, we don't like to record as long as we do for PHP ugly. So maybe it's better that they don't, don't bother us. We have things to talk about here. We don't need your input. Uh, speaking of, uh, the short time, let's talk about our sponsor PHP storm. Thanks to JetBrains and PHP Storm for partnering with us. PHP Storm is a cutting-edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. Whether you're a newcomer or it's just been a hot minute since your last dive-in, there's never been a better time to revisit. With a slick, clean new UI, blazing speed enhancements, and a richer toolkit, it's transforming the way we code. It's time to start coding like a professional. Visit jetbrains.com forward slash PHP storm and kick off your 30 day free trial. Code smarter, not harder. Thank, Thank you, you, PHP, PHP storm. storm. Uh, hey, uh, before we move on, uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week. Maybe we have, but I think it bears repeating. Um, the So we said you can start booking a room. Uh, there's been some changes uh, with the hotel so it's at the same hotel uh that we were at this year the sheraton suites o'hare if you went to tech this year there was some confusion in quite honestly john and i were confused as well (laughs) where there's this breakfast buffet that isn't included in the room we didn't know that and it's wide open (laughs) I, i know i think a lot of us went down there and just started making ourselves plates and then somebody would walk over. Do you want me to charge that to your room? No, I really don't want you to do that, but <laughs> you have to. 
anyways, for 2024, that is now included. As long as you book through the the website, tech.phparch.com, and you book your room through there, that buffet will be included uh, as part of the package, which is a big plus. Also, one of the we re- we recognized pretty quickly this year at Tech 2023 that our breakout rooms were probably a, a little small. Uh, they got really packed. So next year, the breakout rooms will be doubled. twice the size. So, yeah, twice the size should be a lot more comfortable. AC going into both of them directly, a lot more room. So I just wanted to point those things out. Uh, we heard your feedback, and we did a lot of work to try to address some of that. Did what we could, for sure. Um, so going back to JetBrains, they are a huge supporter of the foundation. And if you don't know what the PHP Foundation is, uh, you should, as a PHP developer. Uh, they the, the foundation is kind of helping drive the ship of PHP or steer the ship of PHP. Uh, for so long, it was all open source people doing it for free on their own time. The foundation is takes in money from contributors, big contributors like JetBrains and PHP architect and others <laughs> just name those <laughs> and <laughs> actually paying they're They are paying a couple of developers to work on the language itself. And it's worth supporting. So please support the foundation. If you can, you go to the php.foundation to learn more. And with that, there's a bunch of information that was shared that I wanted to, to bring up. Uh, PHP 8.3 is now in a feature freeze. I think this is as of yesterday. Feature freeze. So 8.3 is kind of in the release cycle. And, and one of the release exciting. managers is the PHP Architect's very own contributor, Eric Mann. Yes, he is. I, I got to give him props whenever <laughs> that comes up because I know how difficult it is. <laughs> <laughs> throw your hat in the ring and get denied just like when you try to be a speaker somewhere right <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, interesting fact now that there is a new 8.3 branch that means the current master branch of the code base is ready for php 8.4 to keep things moving along as 8.3 now goes off into the relay release sunset 8.4 is sun rising i don't know making up terms hey. as i go yeah, I'm not sure I followed that. Uh, so 8.3 was on the master branch of Git. So now that they are feature frozen, they created the 8.3 branch, oh, which, which means the master branch is now considered 8.4. Gotcha. And they just keep moving on. Cool. Um, there have been, in August, there were five releases, including 8.0 oh, got a security release. So if you're not up to date, get updated. There were three security patches applied. So always good to stay on top of that. Yes. Yeah. And they also talked about some of the RFCs that are out there. And do you use temp name very often? I, I, only when I'm not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the function, the PHP function temp name T E M P N A M. I use it all the time for some of the, the work I do. I can't be honest. And I don't think I've ever used it. It's used to create temporary files. 
Mm. Very easily. That's all it does. It gives you a unique name. And for the longest time, you could just provide a prefix. I use it to create outgoing phone calls, for example. So I have a prefix of out, outgoing underscore, and then I get you know a random hmm. part at the end. So it creates a, a random file for me. Uh, there's an RFC now to add a suffix to that. So now you could have, you know, dot wave, dot MP3, dot HTML, whatever you need. And the nice part about that is with that suffix, there are some, you know, some libraries that need a very specific file name. I currently use temp name and then immediately move the file to the proper extension that I need. So, well, those quality of life things. Yeah, there's ways around it, but yeah, it's it'll be a nice little change. Uh, PDO specific subclasses. PDO is meant to be able to attach to pretty much not any database, but lots of different types of databases, right? Uh, mm-hmm. they, there's an RFC that was accepted unanimously, which is odd, uh, to allow subclasses, which I think will give you like a MySQL specific PDO implementation or a Postgres or couch or whatever you're trying to connect to uh, because it didn't get into eight, three before the feature freeze. It's now going to be an eight, four feature. Cool. Um, if you don't know why this is a big deal, go over to phptech.tv and watch the uh, database abstractions and where they leak video. Cause that was just eye opening to me. The, the information he shared in there, was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I think he was talking more about from a, was it a doctrine point of view? But mm-hmm. it's but I think it holds true for PDO as well, because PDO is that abstraction where you're using just PDO, but the um, you're connecting to different databases that respond differently to different inputs. That's been something I've been doing. It sounds like you've been doing it doing it as well is actually watching the talk from our conference. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a lot of time in May to do it ourselves, right? No. Couldn't well, even, really when, attend the even when we were editing the talks, I, I had a, I had a process down to, to do the intro outro and do some cleanup in the middle, but I didn't, we didn't watch them or I didn't watch them. I don't know about you. The, the and, only one I watched was the one where we didn't get the, um, the slides into the talk. Oh. Or into the video itself. That, by the way. So you, you need to in. explain that so that people understand how much work you put into that. That that was <laughs> when you when you told me what you were doing. I was like, "Wow, you're a better person than I am." I would just let it let it go. Yeah, I don't know how many videos that happened on it. Just happened to be one I picked up near the end, where for some reason we didn't get any of the videos into the stream. So. I mean, any of the slides into the stream, which means right. it wasn't part of the video. I was able to download his slide deck and basically just put an overlay onto this, onto the video. And then I watched and tried to pay attention to when he changed topics or if I saw him go to his keyboard and press a key, I'm like, okay, he's going to the next slide. And just, I just kind of put that transition in there as much as I could. Good job on that. Thanks. What I do for our our, our friends and uh, viewers. <laughs> uh, back on the RFCs, uh, learned last night about rfc.stitcher.io. Uh, oh, yeah. Great work. Yeah. That was Tom brought that to us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
want to explain what it is? Or I feel like I've been talking a lot. Would you like to? I mean, I don't mind, but <laughs> uh, I, Brent, Brett, who's it? Brent. What's, what's Brent? I th- think it's Brent. Yeah, from JetBrains. Um, he does a lot of videos for <clears throat> PHP uh, releases and things like that. <clears throat> he released this view, this this application that lets you, as like a normal person, review RFCs that are currently on the table and vote on them. Now your vote doesn't actually count towards anything, uh, but it may influence the opinions of people who actually do vote on RFCs. Uh, so there's an interface now. It's kind of like a Reddit thing. You, you can you can read the RFC, RFC, you can look at it, and then you can vote on whether or not you like the RFC and you'd like to see it implemented or not. It's, it's just really nice. And then the cool thing is they don't let you vote if I read it correctly, I didn't go through the whole thing. You can only vote if you provide a comment, like why you're voting yes or why you're voting no. Otherwise, all you can do is upvote or downvote somebody's comments. So you liked what they said, not the uh, not voting on the RFC itself. I didn't even pay attention that you you could up upvote or downvote comments as well. Wow, that's well, such a nice interface. A lot of work put in that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it might help internals say, oh, people really want this. But I think they already know what people want and what they don't want. They have their own reasonings for accepting or not accepting things. Right. I don't know. I don't know if this is really going to sway anybody on the internals team one way or the other. But it would be interesting to, to hear from some of them to say, yeah, I care about what people want. But sometimes it's beyond control because i think the majority of people want generics but we don't have that for technical reasons i would say that's that's more a, a technical issue than the fact that you know people can't agree on whether or not it's a good thing um going back on the php 8.3 uh documentation needs to be updated you know with all the changes and mm-hmm. if you go to the foundation in this list i shouldn't find the link for it somebody kind of went through and found out all the places that need to be updated. And there's also a Docker container that you can download so you can make the changes and see them locally before opening a pull request. So if you want to contribute to PHP, but you don't want to get into internals, documentation is a good place to start. So that's cool. I might make, take a look at that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And I, I've already talked about supporting the foundation over at the php.foundation. That's right. If you if your company's making money off of PHP, contribute. I mean, let's you don't have to contribute a lot, but something. Give back it's to always, the community. It's always been one of the caveats to open source. People become so dependent on the software that's created in these open source communities, but nobody wants to give back financially and a lot of these developers they're doing it they have full-time jobs and they're doing it after hours or on the weekends and some do it for 40 hours a week and don't get paid for it so it's great to see this this uh i don't know what you call it structure organization be put in place to see if this helps the whole open source and getting compensated for your work and open source mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. You know what I noticed? We have more people watching us on YouTube than 
our other podcast that it's been around for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> you all should come join us in discord. But in the meantime, uh, Michael says, I would love array interfaces like in TypeScript. And Muhammad says, you mean generics? And I think that's <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing, right? It, it, yeah. You're trying to specify your, the data structure that you have. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I think that was a good one. I do enjoy these. You caught me a little off guard today, so I didn't have like a lot of backstory on the topics that you you laid out. You did a great job, uh, so I didn't have a whole lot to contribute. But yes, keep uh, please consider contributing to PHP Architect as a uh, writer. We would love to. We just love hearing from people in the community. We're very cool. We won't pressure you too much. Too much. You will get a little pressure. Just a little. You, you'll, get, you'll get pressure if you say, hey, I will have an article for you in two months, and then two months goes by, and we'll be like, uh, you said you would have an article for us. Where is it at? <laughs> but up until that point, we're very laid back. Too laid yeah. back sometimes. Yep. But besides that, I think we're good, man. Yeah. So thank you for hanging out with us, and until next time, keep listening. Yeah. What was my thing? Keep reading? Please coding. tell me to keep reading. Keep coding. now you say keep reading keep Keep reading reading. i got it right the last time yes you did i'm proud of you last time now i gotta find now i gotta find the outro because i don't know where it's at outro do we have an outro we have an outro uh we do have an outro third one over third one over php podcast the official podcast of php architect the industry's leading tech magazine and publisher focused on php and web development subscribe today at phparch.com to see what the leaders in the community and industry are talking about